1: And down a mountain and take oh Takashi 69 getting out of jail in seventy two hours and he's gonna die. Welcome to Garage Guys Fancy Sports Podcast. Episode 121. The Uno Dos Uno. Um I can't wait for one twenty-three. We're gonna get to say the Uno dos Trace. It's <laughs> Sunday. It's episode one twenty one of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'll say it again. I said it louder for the people in the back. Um and it's Monday morning now and you're listening to this, or Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever the fuck you decide to hear this out. But uh, we're here. Just got done watching the Bills and the Steelers um, throw the, uh, the ball to each other's defenses. It was a pretty fun game. Did the
0: Steelers faithful finally stop liking Duck after this game? Ducky boy?
1: Uh, there was a, an intense game of Duck Duck Oof uh, at Heinz Stadium uh today is it Heinz Field or Heinz Stadium
0: uh Heinz Field I think
1: I feel like there's like they should always pass out free packets of barbecue sauce there just because like Arrowhead Stadium is should be like the catch-up capital of the NFL because of Patrick Mahomes so if like since Heinz does have a brand of barbecue sauce. I feel like Big Ben's more of a barbecue sauce guy, because let's be real, he still owns that stadium, technically.
0: Especially, especially the way he looked today. He looked like a barbecue type right. guy.
1: I'm, I don't think they're ready to play a duck-duck oof all the time there just yet. I mean, you know, he did great, but t- tonight he did not do good at all. Um, both, both teams were just uh, – they, they really – it was a defensive game. They, they loved to throw the interceptions. It was a, I, did you keep count of how many interceptions there was, Drew? I
0: know. I think there was ended up being five turnovers, but I have to check on that. It was just an ugly game. But we talked about on the on the last podcast how these teams are kind of very very similar. With the Bills just being a better version of the Steelers, they play good defense and not the most electric offenses. They just try to do just enough. So we saw that on display tonight.
1: Right. We sure did. We did that. There, there was a lot of stuff, man, from from this week that we talked about on uh, Saturday's episode. Um, There was a lot of things that I said that did not happen. I think this was my, I think Saturday's episode, maybe because of just the crap, the whole Crash Boys thing, and then like us releasing the show on a Saturday instead of a Friday, like my my chi, like my aura was thrown off because I made a lot of calls that like just did not go down today. Um, And I'll be able to recap some of those when we go over the Sunday slate recap for week 15. Uh, Josh Allen. Was okay, Caucasian Cam. He ran a touchdown in, so I feel like as long as he continues running touchdowns in, he's worthy of being called Caucasian Cam.
0: I agree, and it was a tough defense. The Steelers defense has been red hot, so we weren't expecting him to get out there and score four touchdowns or anything like that.
1: Facts, dude, not at all. So I mean, by no means were they like out of all the Sunday games that went down today, there was nobody that really even topped anywhere near the uh, the top of the mountain. As far right. as point scoring goes, a very low scoring game. If you played the Sunday slate on DraftKings, uh, not the Sunday slate, but the, uh, the showdown for tonight's game on DraftKings, I think the uh, – if I'm not mistaken, dude, the top scorer uh, on DraftKings in this game was the Bills defense with 18 fantasy points. So, shout <laughs> well, out Bills
0: defense. <laughs> was it really? Not John Brown?
1: Uh John? Let's see, 18 fantasy points. I don't know unless unless he just blended in with all the other faces.
0: Yeah, I know John Brown had a big
1: day, and Josh
0: Allen had a somewhat decent day. And then the Bills they, they had
1: good days, but they, they didn't have like 30 no, no, no. or 20-point days, no.
0: No, they didn't. They had what we thought would be a, a decent day against the Steelers' defense, but – yeah, man, the the defenses. We said that on the last podcast, right? We said this is a day to play some some defense. So hopefully, some people listened.
1: I think you said defense and kickers, but the kickers didn't really get a lot of action either. No,
0: well, I think Boswell did okay, like six seven points, but that's not that good. You you want to be getting at least that ten point mark, and the Steelers defense kind of fell apart at the end too. So.
1: They did it did like I said, just it was an ugly game if you played the 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 Sunday night showdown, you, you know you definitely had the Bill's defense in there, right, followed by Josh Allen with seventeen fantasy points. I think Josh had one interception, one touchdown, one rushing touchdown. Uh, he threw a touchdown at to Tyler Croft out of all people. I had Dawson Knox in some of my lineups. So I was really pissed about that um, just like Tyler croft, just like laura croft's like stepbrother that like always, got hurt every time that they would go on Tomb Raider missions, and like I didn't even
0: know he was on this team. I'm not gonna lie, really. No, I didn't. I didn't know who the Bills backup tight end was. I just knew Dawson Knox had an awesome name. So yeah, look-
1: dude. Like I mean, you're from Ole Miss, and your name last name is Knox. Like it just makes me think of like Mox from Varsity Blues. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, that's who he reminds me of. That's what I think about when I think about Dawson Knox. I Think about Varsity Blues. Like a mixture you're from of boy like, blue. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, and then it's uh, – yeah, I don't know. It's He's like a mixture of, of Billy Bob and Mox put together. So, he's, he's not like stupid fat, but he's not skinny either. I don't know. But I definitely feel like he would throw up in a washing machine and puke and rally. He I definitely, definitely looks just, like one of those guys.
0: I definitely just referenced old school for
1: uh, – You did. I was going to let it slide because some people bad. might not have even – we might have listeners young enough that have never even seen old school are varsity blues i would hope that everyone has but they may not know so if you yeah. don't know now you know
0: it's late at night i got my movies mixed up but i my favorite quote from that movie is actually the she's a 10 by
1: mm-hmm. give her a 10 she's 10 10,
0: yeah. a 10. Yeah. i got that one mixed up so
1: my favorite quote from that movie is suey
0: <laughs>
1: that's it just suey
0: there's so many dumb scenes that are so good in that movie. I love that movie.
1: But, but, dude, you cannot go wrong when, uh, when old girl comes out with the whipped cream bikini.
0: Oh yeah, dude, she what's, was one of the hottest actresses
1: name? of like the '90s. What was her name? Oh, I don't, dude, I can't even remember.
0: She, yeah, she was, she was top notch. She was, um, awful in that in that movie,
1: but dude, dude. the acting, the, I mean, it's like not like just normal, uh, '90s acting. So, I mean, it's like, what do you expect? I don't, I didn't think it was that bad.
0: <laughs> no, I meant like she was awful in terms of her character. Like how shitty of a person she was.
1: Oh yeah. Like just, it was the vanity.
0: Yeah. All right. The vanity. Cause, like, Cause the other chick is who, who he ended up with. Right. But that's the, that's the girl that he dated for so long that the, the girl that came out in the whipped cream. Right.
1: Yeah, dude. It was so hot though with the cherries, his nipples. Yeah. Her name was Darcy Sears in the, uh, in the the movie and i'm googling it like right now because like i've got to find this out like we got to know her name so that people can look her up um so those of you that have never seen this movie allison elizabeth larder is her name
0: this is so typical how we planned like on one subject and somehow we ended up on varsity blues i know like classic start to the episode
1: this is this is this might be an all-timer guys episode one two one the uno dos uno um remember it Remember it. Allie Larder.
0: Yeah. When it gets to the off season, we should consider watching like a varsity blues and having a varsity blues conversation.
1: We're just, just going to do like what action Bronson did. Like when he just got high and watch ancient aliens for a week on vice vice land channel. Like we're just going to like sh- just stream movies and just talk about them.
0: Yeah. Especially classics.
1: Yeah. We'll do like Facebook watch parties. That's a thing now on Facebook, which I don't, I, it's, I guess it's cool, but it's like,
0: I'm out. I'm out on yeah,
1: that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't really know how to take that. It's like it's like going to like the park to like watch a movie on movie night, but like you're at your house and you're just typing I'm not
0: ready for all that. I'm sure like in ten years it'll be normal, but I'm welcome I'm, to the future. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be that guy that just hangs on to the past on on that for now. That just seems a little too weird.
1: Right. Anyway, but going from uh Ali Larder <laughs> and the whipped cream bikini to John Brown's fantasy production because that adds up somewhere in some dimension. Uh, 16 fantasy points for John Brown. 99 yards, no touchdown. Oh, um, we got
0: 99 yards. He was right off that. Uh, he had 99
1: <laughs> problems, but but a touchdown wasn't one.
0: He was one yard away from getting that bonus on DraftKings.
1: I know, right? Doesn't it suck like when things like that happen. Thank you, Caesar's Palace, for uh, for fixing every NFL game. Other than that, dude, there's really not a whole lot more to talk about. Uh, James Conner was back, and he was back in the end zone. I guess that's one thing we can note.
0: Yeah, don't play Steelers running backs. They're using, like, five guys. Yep, uh,
1: they're the doing the Patriot Way thing now.
0: Bills clenched at playoff berth. Congrats.
1: That's the big news here. So, Bills are in. Bills mafia. There's going to be a lot of people in, uh, in, in northern New York getting pregnant tonight and also breaking tables. And possibly breaking bottles behind Wawa's. So, if you're near a Wawa's and you got some glass bottles, beware Tony Hawk might roll up in a cop uniform. And I guarantee you that there may be like zero people that even know what I'm referencing right now. And I'm not even going to explain it. So, if you want to know about Tony Hawk being a cop and breaking bottles behind Wawa's, you can Google it and then follow the links. So, I'm going to tell you it's a mystery, it's Blues Clues. We're now playing Blue's Clues on the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Bye, Little bye, Blue's bye. Clues. I was waiting for the noise. You got it. Would you, were you more of a fan of Blue or Magenta?
0: Blue. I was a Blue guy.
1: Got to be Blue. Steve or uh, – I don't even know the other guy, so that tells you who I'm a fan of.
0: Yeah, I can't remember Steve.
1: Steve was like the normal guy. He was like the first guy. Yeah, my memory's terrible. Yeah, I'm an OG Steve Blue's Clues guy. So, yeah, now we're talking about Blue's Clues. This, this is an all-timer. Okay, so, yeah, the, that game was done. So, let's talk about what happened during the game. Uh, there, there's a lot of drama. And I think this is what's really got us all over the place tonight. So, we're in our first uh, Twitter uh, theft dilemma. So, we put a tweet out earlier on the Garage Guys at GGFS podcast on the Twitter page. Made a meme. I've been, I've been a big meme boy lately, I like, making these memes. Um, you know, and we've been rocket boys, been doing rocket things and, uh, made this meme of, uh, I saw a picture of big Ben with like a full blasted beard. And he looked like Yukon Cornelius from the Rudolph movies, like the claymation Rudolph movies. So like I put them side by side and I was like, big Ben out here looking like Yukon Cornelius and it blew up. Got a lot of lot of attention. About forty minutes after that, didn't even realize it at the time. First,
0: you got to say Big Ben blocked you.
1: Yeah, yeah, we we got blocked by Big by Big Ben. Not just my personal page, but the Garage Guys podcast page is also blocked by Big Ben now. So it's, while he it's, was on the
0: sidelines, so like his wife or his like, social media manager,
1: somebody that is running. Well, I, I think it's him. I think that he still has his Apple watch on because he's a big sleeves guy now, even though it's winter time. So it's like the perfect time for him to hide his Apple watch. So I really feel like that no one runs this, but really big Ben. So every time he just sees a tweet of like anything remotely making fun of him, he just block. It. And he does it all from the Apple watch while making the NFL think that he's not on his Apple watch.
0: So is big Ben possibly the greatest multitasker of all time?
1: Yeah, dude, I really think so. Like, he's gonna be a great like coach as long as he can always, like, um, like be multitasking. And I feel like he's gonna have like the Windows Surface tablet in his hand, a clipboard, and the an Apple Watch, and he'll just be using them all at one time and calling plays. Like, yep. that's gonna be his thing. Like, he's gonna like go buy cussing out the
0: quarterback, stuff. check checking social media, like recruiting, all that one time.
1: Right, he's gonna be like taking like you know pics of like the Gatorade cooler. Like, you know how people take pictures of their meals? Like, he'll be taking a picture of, like, his cup of Gatorade, just like li- live, laugh, love picture on Instagram. That's one, your, that's
0: one of your favorites.
1: It is. Dude, love the live, laugh, love. He's got that really big over his fireplace at home. Um, he's a live, laugh, love guy. and uh, And so he'll definitely be doing all that stuff. But, yeah, Big Ben hates us. So I feel like we're officially bad boys now on twitter especially in pittsburgh like we're not welcome in pittsburgh now so i can't wait to go just to see what kind of shenanigans and trouble we can get into so uh garage guys officially bad boys of uh of pittsburgh and barbecue sauce stadium um and uh it sucks man we're not going to be able to be partners with his barbecue sauce brand that i was going to tell him he needed to make
0: Hey, there's always the next opportunity. We just got to move on.
1: We got to find the next guy. Mason Rudolph is definitely a tartar sauce guy, though. So, f- fuck that guy. <laughs> um, just had to throw that in there. Had to get my my fuck you to Mason Rudolph out, as usual. Um, but, yes. Yeah, so anyway, made the tweet. And then right when we got online and we were getting, you know, prepping to get ready for the show, I noticed that Pick 6 Podcast tweeted 40 minutes after, the same meme that we created with no text and they used a different picture of Yukon Cornelius. Cause you know, they had to make it their own somehow. The
0: same same picture of Ben, right?
1: Yes. Exact same picture of Ben. And of course, with them having the following they have, you know, they got, you know, they got the, the win with the likes and all that shit. Um, I mean, we're still killing it pretty good for our, our follower base. Like, you know, We've got over 200 retweets on this thing. We are almost at a thousand likes on the picture. And and we, of course we got our Lord garage fam. You guys out there, you guys know we got the dub, but we're going to war full blast with the pig six podcast. We don't fuck with them anymore. Um, we're not cool with them at all. And, uh, and we're never going to be cool with them. So it's over. Like if there was anything there and sleeper, uh, they also do a lot of, uh, of of retweeting their stuff. So, Sleeper, anybody from the Sleeper corporate office listening to this, it's time to pick sides. It's one or the other. So, I'm going to let you know. Who Ooh. plays on your platform? Garage guys or pick six podcast boys? Chode boys is what we call them. <laughs> so, yeah, just remember, guys. Remember that.
0: I just know that they definitely <laughs> stole that. So,
1: Like, dude, okay, here's the deal. All right, Will Brinson runs this account, and um, and he he did a double meme, so he's uh, he obviously like Will has uh has a huge following, of course. Don't I think that's the guy that
0: me. that has appearances on First Take. Is that true?
1: I think so. He looks like a total chode boy, dude. I'm looking at him right now; like he definitely has like a Black and Decker electric lawnmower at home. Um, he most definitely wears like LL Bean when it's hot outside. This is that guy. He's got like the Nintendo Wii Me nose, you know, with the the big lines. He's definitely a chode boy. Um, senior writer at CBS Sports. Um, yeah, we we're starting war with this guy. What if
0: he's? What if Will is innocent? What if this is not him running the account?
1: Um he is retweeting his own tweets onto this account, which is a true sign that that's your account. And also um, if you weren't already convinced by that fact inside of the bio of pick six podcast presented by CBS sports digital with Will Brinson. So
0: what if it's like just some random intern that's just running that and he stole your, he stole your, your, uh, your meme and that's what happened.
1: Highly doubtful because he is retweeting his personal account's memes onto Pick6Podcast's page.
0: Okay. Yeah. For the record, I'm, I'm against uh, the stealing of the meme. I'm just – I simply am asking a few questions. I'm acting like I'm a listener right now.
1: Well, we got to be real here, okay? Like, it's it's 2019. People steal memes every day. But when you are, like, on that level, like, like – okay, like, let's say – this was like another like podcast or something that stole that from us that like, you know, might have had a big following, but they didn't have the check mark. You know what I mean? Like if they didn't have the check mark, it's like, I think that's fair game. Like you can steal shit all day long. But when you're like CBS or NBC and you got the check mark, and like you're like all about like structured writing and journalism, you better credit where you got your shit from. And so <laughs> you're cbs you're a cbs affiliated account and you're gonna just steal a meme and you're not gonna fucking credit where you got it from so you damn right like you better credit your shit or else you're a joke and you're not you're you need to like not be an accredited media source i That's
0: just want to get the comment where it says like we didn't see this we didn't we didn't no. know it was you guys blah blah, oh blah. My
1: god, guys like wow like no but it's it's cool like We got people that are like out here, like like they 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 fucking with us. Like I see, I'm looking, I'm trolling down their uh this meme picture right now, and they there I see I see our people on here like Garage guys got this out first. Like I see this shit, I see y'all out there. I love y'all, appreciate y'all. Drew loves y'all. We appreciate you guys. But yeah, this is uh this is our first thing right here. Like we we got robbed. We got we we I hit I text Ross Bolin. Ross Bolin's aware he's ready to riot with us. Um, I'm sure he's preparing some big statement for tomorrow morning because like this is gonna this is gonna go on into the week. We ain't stopping. But if you are a loyal Garage fan member, you're listening to the show right now. You go right now onto Twitter, and I want you to go at Pick Six Pod. That's P I C K S I X P O D, and make sure that say you better credit. Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast for this meme. Just go find it and make it happen. If you follow us on Twitter, we, we've already quote tweeted it everywhere. You'll see it. Go bombard the shit out of Will um, and let him wake up and smell the fucking coffee with with that we you knows and let him understand that he needs to credit where he gets his shit from.
0: You're a mad boy. It's okay. I'm a
1: drove boy. I'm a. Drove hey, boy. at the end of
0: the day, you got you got it out there and. You're the one that thought of it, and the people that know, the people that need to know now.
1: That's right. We and like and yeah, they know. They, all you gotta do is look at the timestamp. That's it. Timestamp. Shout out to Yukon Cornelius. He actually is a real Twitter account, by the way. <laughs> Always, dude, the, the master of luring and tricking the abominable snowman and yetis. Gotta love him. Let's move into talking about what we opened this motherfucker with. Takashi, 69 so away from sports and away from Twitter drama, this is uh,
0: going to be all you again. Keep yeah. Going. So keep rolling. You, I'm going to ask questions.
1: I, I hope you have at least two to four questions prepared. Um, before we discuss Takashi, the show is brought to you by Rent from Danny RVs. Go to rentfromdanny.com. RentFromDanny from Danny on Facebook. RentFromDanny from Danny on Instagram. RentFromDanny from Danny on Twitter. RentFromDanny from Danny on Tumblr. RentFromDanny from Danny on Pornhub. J.K. He's not on Pornhub. But rent from Danny, go get you an RV, go get you a travel trailer, get you something, and go live life on the weekends. We spend a lot of time playing fantasy sports, playing fantasy football. The season's coming to a close. You're getting ready to celebrate your championships. You're you need to find something to spend all your DraftKings money that you've won from using Drew's rankings on the Patreon page. You're trying to figure out, okay, we've had a great season. What can I do with this money? It's time to take a vacation. Rent from Danny. Go get that RV and go take a week at a campground or go take a week to go to an event and and stay in this in this uh luxurious rental of a travel trailer or an RV, whichever you prefer. If you've got a truck and you want to hook it up, you can take it. You got the RV, you want to drive it, you can make it. I just made a wrap almost for Rent from Danny. But a lot of cool events are coming up. You can get to the website now, rentfromdanny.com. Shout out, rent from Danny. Danny Boy Podcast. We love you, Danny. We appreciate you, Danny. takashi 69 This guy went to jail. He's been in jail for a while now. Was a full-blown blood. Was in the bloods. Full-blown gang member. He, uh, he got caught up, and he had a bunch of illegal weapons. There was all kinds of shit that went down. And basically, he snitched on the entire blood gang. Of names and just what operations? How do we know
0: that? First question.
1: Okay, so it was everywhere, like online. Like the, I, I'm not a, a fan of Takashi. <clears throat> obviously, we've already discussed that. But uh, but from everything I was reading on Twitter, um, like it was just talking about like how like he got caught up, and then so they get they called him in, and he was gonna get arrested, and there was murders and all kinds of crazy shit. And now that he's getting released in 72 hours, he, did, he, he actually was dumb enough to opt out of witness protection. He's going to die, dude. Like, there, there's no getting out of that. Like, you're going to die. How can you do all of that, not go to witness protection, and get out? Like, you, you either got to be the dumbest motherfucker of all time or, like, the baddest motherfucker of all time. I just don't understand how this dude can be that bad with rainbow hair and Candy Crush candies in his mouth for teeth. I don't.
0: So, most likely he's dying. That's like the general consensus because he's, yeah. gonna, he's got so many people that want him dead. But what if this guy's been playing the long game the whole time and he's got 20 people ready to, to roll with him I, mean, dude, him?
1: I hope he's got offshore accounts to pay these guys because this is going to cost <laughs> a pretty penny for that shit. I mean, dude, you're literally a character from Candyland. And like you get yourself into a gang, like like I, and then now you're getting out. Like, how popular
0: like, is this guy and his music? Let me ask that on a scale like I mean of one he to was 10.
1: he was up there. I mean let's see. I mean we figure this out right now. I mean dude, he I mean he was up there, bro. He was up like like
0: up there amongst like mainstream or up there amongst
1: we got Twitter world. We got three hundred and seventeen million views on. Six Nine song Billy that came out in two thousand eighteen, um, so I mean he's he's got pretty me- strong. He's got millions of people following him. You know what I mean? He's a he's got millions of people on on his side or or was on his side. But um,
0: so the main thing like you have an issue with and or that you're saying stupid is if you're yeah. gonna get through the trouble of being a snitch, then you might as well take the witness protection, right?
1: Dude, big facts, dude. Yeah, you got to. I mean, you ever watch Goodfellas?
0: Yeah, I mean I I feel like he is he, is he just being that dumb or is he have some plan in his head?
1: Maybe we he's ready to die. Maybe he wants Yeah, to
0: maybe die. he's at peace with 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 going out.
1: I love this comment though about the song Billy. He sounds like he wrote the lyrics in the shower after losing an argument. <laughs> That's pretty good. And then this, this dude said these Skittles commercials are getting out of hand. <laughs> skittles the dude looks like a character from candyland bro yeah that's like i went him like, up yeah he's like the uh he's the he's like the the piece that you use on the board that like that like a little kid broke and it was like the board game at a, at a daycare so they glued a bunch of shit back together and then like colored rainbow colors on it that's he's that character from candyland he's the made-up character at the daycare and in Candyland, and then he also happens to tote guns and have gang affiliations. That's Takashi Six Nine, and, and he's
0: out in seventy-two hours, right?
1: Seventy-two hours, uh, less time now because whenever you're listening to this, he's either already out or he's about to be getting out. Um, dude's dead, man. So next podcast we record, we'll know if he's alive. Next podcast, we'll probably have a eulogy for Takashi Candyland Six Nine. So it's a crazy R- name. R.I.P. R- uh, Takashi six, nine, he ain't dead yet, but for when he dies, cause we know it's coming soon.
0: Does it make you ashamed of me that I didn't know who this was?
1: No, not at all. Okay. No, I was more upset that you didn't really know who juice world was
0: well, but okay. So that was kind of a lie because I didn't, I couldn't call him by his name, but once you showed me the music, I was like, yeah, okay, like, I've heard you this. Knew,
1: you knew what lucid dreams was.
0: And, and a few others. I've been listening to him a little bit more. I've known at least five to six songs.
1: Yeah. He's, awesome stuff so i got to listen to juice's uh last song that he made was released on i think the day that he died actually it's on spotify
0: i think i figured out like when i became uneducated in the music world is when all these streaming services came out as good as they are with like the all access stuff i started to like disconnect from artists and from music and just whatever was on was on it's weird
1: we're in a generation now where like you don't have to wait for that agent to see you at a fucking local festival and say, you're going to be a big star. Like you, you make your, you make your own way now. It's, it's a right. fucking entrepreneurial world, baby. Got to love that. Um, all right. So then back on to the sports away from Takashi and his dead status. Um, last thing before we get to the, to the recap, Pat's, footage the the footage of the uh the Patriots film guy recording the Cincinnati and the Browns game this whole time I was under the impression that he was they were they were there recording something during a practice yeah that that was was weird
0: to me see I thought that you always knew that and now that it kind of explains some of your thoughts to me but we get to have the the recap here of what's going on and I've seen every opinion on the internet from they should not be allowed in the playoffs to this is a non-story and wouldn't be a story if it was the Patriots and that you can get this type of footage anywhere. I've heard every, every range of the argument. So I don't know where you land on that.
1: So now that I basically know like, like that it was a game, like this dude could – like anybody can go to NFL.com and purchase NFL Game Pass and watch multiple angles of a game. So, if that guy was just moved the camera to, like, record the game, I don't see what the issue is unless it's like, hey, like, you work for the Patriots and I can get you in trouble because you've done a lot of weird shit in the past. It's like, I feel like you would get more in trouble for, like, hey. That's a copyright issue. You didn't pay your $79 for Game Pass. You can't record that. That's only for Fox or NBC or CBS. Like, not like, hey, you're watching what this team is doing on national television right now. We're we're going to get you for spying. So do you think that
0: that angle was available? Because to to me, the story is they didn't have the – authorization to be where they were with the rest of the teams that do that. Um, I'm I mean, I know you can, you can film other teams. That's definitely like allowed, but from certain angles and from certain view, uh, vantage points, you can't. So I don't, I don't know what the, where the line is and all that. I don't want to act like, I'm an expert in this, but to me, it's just, if this wasn't the Patriots, probably wouldn't be a big deal. The big star of it to me was the Bengal security guard. He was cracking oh, me up if
1: you listen to the audio. He's all in, dude. He is all in. He's like, he's like, dude, I've been working here for eight months now. You ain't about to come into my house and fuck with me. Like, dude, that's, that's the energy that this security yeah. guard had. Like, dude, this he, dude, you would think he owned the team.
0: Right. He was like, this is my time to shine type thing.
1: Right. He's like, uh, he's like, it's a little late for that now, pal. <laughs> like I, I was waiting for his opportunity
0: you. for two years. He's been waiting for that opportunity to, to be a star on, a, on like a viral video and he got his chance and he delivered.
1: Dude, He delivered huge. So he, he got to deliver on, uh, on Fox this morning, the pregame show and Strahan and, uh, and all the guys were talking about it. Uh, Terry and Terry and the boys. Um, they all got to chat about it. I don't know, man. I, I don't think it's – if it's – a. I, I thought it was like a practice. Like if that dude was there like trying to do some kind of like, coach recording and then he moved the camera to the practice, I feel like that would be a different story. This was an actual right. game.
0: You can it, makes look, it, it makes it really funny that it was the Bengals.
1: Yeah, and, it's, and of course it's the Bengals. Like if it would have been like, you know, the Ravens. Then yeah, I think that that would have even though, even though if it was the Ravens, it's the, and it's they're playing a game against somebody else. It's the same concept. If it's a practice, it's a problem. If it's a right. game, go download. Like, dude, Bel, Bill Belichick definitely has Game Pass. <laughs> he
0: yeah. definitely watches yeah.
1: these other teams.
0: Right. And, and to me, like if this, if this really comes down to, if they would have asked permission, because supposedly they had permission from the Browns to be where they were. So if they would have asked the NFL and the Bengals, would this just be another day in the NFL? Like the teams do this and this is just them not following the, cause that's, that's two different subjects, right? Like if they're doing something that's clearly wrong by the rules, that's one thing. But if they just didn't go to the, the proper channels, I'm not saying that makes it right, but that's not a big deal to me anymore.
1: Here's my – here's my crack theory of what's happening here. So, the Patriots have not been that entertaining this year. So, like, this is their way of staying media relevant. It's a buzz. So, yeah. So, like, they sent this guy in there. They said – they said, guys, like, we're not in the media. They're not talking about us a lot. Like, I don't know. Like, our team's just – we don't have superstars, wide receivers no more. Like, just not looking that hot. Like, our defense is – after our eight weeks of, of free games – you know, now we, we actually have challenges. Like we, we got to do something. So they, they they just intentionally sent this guy in there and they said oh, we want you to do everything you can to get caught, and and they got caught. And now they're relevant again, and people are talking about the Patriots, and they're trending. And that that's what this was. It was the, it was Rob Robert Kraft was was realizing that cheese sales were down, and it's the, it's the, it's
0: the Donald Trump method. All good press is uh, all press is good press. You know, it's the art good of the deal, the baby.
1: The of the deal.
0: But the garage fans should call in and tell us how they did with the fantasy lineups and tell us what they think about the Patriots. You know, that's a good opportunity for people to chime in and get some calls.
1: Big facts, dude. We've we've had a. It's I know. I guess it's just because it's the holiday season or something. But like, yeah, we've had a little. We've had a dip in our uh, in our calls, guys. Where you at? Nine two nine four three zero GGFS. The championship uh, game is coming up. We got one more game tonight. Colt Saints. I will be in the Dome. Dome will be rocking. So if you're, uh, if you're a listener that's local around me in the New Orleans area, holla at your boy. And of course, uh, if you're a uh, listener in the Nashville area, Drew and I will be together next week. We'll be doing our first show basically live together um, in the same room, not over a uh, internet conference call. So, uh, if you're in the Nashville area, you're going to be at the Saints-Titans game. You need to hit us up online. Uh, we will gladly link up with you around the town somewhere and just talk, shake hands. We'll do a meet and greet. We don't give a shit. Like, we, we want to meet our garage fam. We want to meet you guys. So, if you're going to be in the Nashville area, me and Drew will be together next Sunday, um, kicking ass and taking names and buying Johnny Smith jerseys. So,
0: <laughs> I we knew that did. was coming.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Big time. I had to I had to figure out what I was going to do, which one I was going to get, and I, I did settle on the Johnu Smith. So hopefully, they have some there. If they don't, I'm going to have to get a custom. You
0: might want to get one of those cheap ones anyway. It might be overpriced. You never know.
1: I don't know, man. I'm dude. I'm when it comes to the jerseys, man. Like I, you I can't want the top do top notch. Screen, I can't do no screen printed shit, man. I gotta get that number sewn on there. I gotta I gotta feel it. You know what I mean? I gotta feel it on my on my chest. I like you got to gotta feel, feel that, it on the chest. The bevel. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, got to like feel that. it there. I got a hairy chest, so I got to feel the bevel. <laughs> um, but yeah, call us, let us know. Championship week is coming up. Um, and like I said, one more game to determine if you're going to be going to that championship game. But yeah, before we get into the Sunday slate, as you all know, show is brought to you also by the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Patreon page patreon.com slash garage guys if you got to check out drew's dfs rankings and nfl best bets today uh, let us know how you did jk we probably already know how you did because we used them too drew how was our uh, our week 15
0: we were very close to having a terrific day on the best bets uh ended up being four and three so still solid we've uh done very well with the best bets this season first time doing it DFS. We hit on pretty much every position except receiver. We had a lot of Robert Woods, so big that facts. that kind of that kind of brought us down. And um, who was the other one? Had a lot of Christian Kirk that had ten points. It was one of those slates where you basically had to go off at every position. I'm sure we'll get to that in the recap. But there was a lot of a lot of big woes uh, on this week's. Fantasy lineup. There was some
1: super big woes, and like I said, I I always set some lineups based off of our rankings as well, and then I'll just get crafty and do some random shit. I I leaned a lot heavier on the rankings this week, and like you said, yeah, that wide receiver position was just kind of like the the uh, Um, but I mean, it happens. You know, you can't win them all every week. But I know for me, like basically, it was just like I had all the people in place. I just spread them out too far. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. Yeah. I had a lot of
0: lineups with um, these definitely cash for me. I had a lot of lineups with Christian McCaffrey and Chris Carson, or Chris Carson and um, Saquon Barkley was the big, was my, one of my big plays today. And he went off. We finally, we finally got that Saquon game.
1: We needed that too. I needed it personally. Unfortunately, the league that I have him in, I fell out in the first round of the playoffs by like a few points, left the points on my bench with Jared Cook. Mm. And I think that I'm gonna I hope to get depending on what Drew Brees does tonight, I'll find out if I left the points on my bench to go to the championship game in the series XM Fantasy Sports Invitational against Kenzales. So uh, we're gonna chat all about that now going through this Sunday slate recap. So let's go. We're here. We fifteen Kenyon Drake, forty (laughs) two fantasy points. What the fuck? No, did I did play any Kenyon
0: from? Drake. I don't think I uh, fired him up on any lineups. What about you?
1: Dude, I'm literally looking right here. You, it sucks because you can't even see, like, the ownership of him. But, dude, if you would have told me this morning at 10 a.m., oh, dude, you got to play Kenyon Drake this week, bro. I didn't see that anywhere on Twitter. Nobody was expecting this shit. Four touchdowns, 137 rushing yards. Um, with one reception. I mean, it was a lot of it was pretty, but it was all rushing yards and touchdowns. That was it.
0: David it was, Johnson is dead in David Arizona. Jordan.
1: He needs to be traded. He needs to be traded. Needs to happen next season. If he's not, I'm going to fucking riot. Because that, it's an injustice, dude. Like I made fun of it last season. i had my ha ha's, but now it's just like a sick joke that they're playing on this guy. That was once the number one rusher in the league. Like he was, he's, he is literally the, the Emmy, any Uh Nah, 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 nah. He is that of the NFL. Now he's the one hit wonder. He's got a lot of, t- I feel like he's got a lot of talent left in him. He had a, yeah, we need to see it pretty week.
0: quickly though. We need to see him come back and, you know, do it. We don't need to see him mess around at his next role. Props okay. to Drake though, for taking advantage of his situation. I mean, he was struggling to get snaps in Miami and, I think it's one of those situations we can we can agree it's just best for both teams to move on.
1: Right, it's got to happen. So it's just, but yeah, that was basically the Cardinals' day in a nutshell. It was a big run game though. Nick Chubb, twenty six fantasy points. Um, you know, he had him a decent day as well. So it was just if you had either one of the running backs from either teams, Cleveland or uh, Arizona, you you did fine. You did well. Uh, Nick Chubb was a little bit a little bit higher priced. But uh, he had the one touchdown, 127. He had uh, 127 yards, three receptions for 21 yards. He had him a decent day. But uh, it, the Browns, dude, they're they're in trouble. Browns are Browns are in. Brady Kitchen's
0: officially fired, right? Got, of this he's gotta be, gotta be. There's no There's way not, he
1: survives it, dude. Dorsey, Dorsey's not the kind of dude that's gonna just put up with it. I don't think.
0: Because what's the percent chance Odell's on this roster next year? I'm gonna say 10 percent.
1: I'm going to say 0%. <laughs> Big facts, dude. He's already been asking Jimmy G if he can come to the 49ers, and he's like, oh, I mean, I'll try, guy. Like, you is, know? is
0: Odell Beckham looking at Jimmy G the way Aaron Andrews did? Uh,
1: f- yeah, definitely. I think Odell Beckham is like passed around like a bottle of Crown Girl. Like, he's just trying to – you know, he's like the girl at the party that's just like, I'm going to fuck something tonight. Like, he's he's that wide receiver of the NFL. Like, he's just like – Oh, you're a quarterback that has like over three hundred passing yards game. Like, hey, what's up, baby? I'm here. Like, come see me. But
0: there's some classic meme material what we're talking about. Something where you're comparing Aaron Andrews and Odell Beckham. There's gotta be
1: something we gotta make should... it, dude. We gotta make we gotta be careful though. We don't want pick six to take it. It's true. We don't, we don't want the Chow Boys to grab a hold of it. Um Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield looked very similar in, in a fantasy standpoint. They both had around 17 fantasy points today. Um, like I said, if you didn't have the running backs, you didn't, you didn't hit home. And that's what mattered most at the end Would've of the Would have been
0: nice game. for Christian Kirk to score a little bit more.
1: Luckily, I got to talk to a couple of people on Twitter this morning with some start-sit advice. I uh, had one, one of our followers actually hit us out. Shout and- out to the clock. Yeah, shout out to that clock, baby. Shout out to the clock. I got the got the headset on tonight, so I didn't know if you could hear the clock. Sounds beautiful. Okay, do do do, do. ride the clock out. But uh, the question was Lockett over Kirk, and of course I went with Lockett just because I trust Russell more than I trust uh, Kyler, and uh, it worked out. Tyler did the damage, and I started Tyler myself um, in and two of my leagues. So. So, yeah, that was uh, that was like a college game of the NFL today, I guess you would say. Maybe the closest thing to the college game or a college game. Yeah, we could have
0: just said Kenyon and Drake and said next game, but we got King a little Drake. bit more to it.
1: Next time. Uh, your next fantasy score of the day, big whoa. Don't really see this that much anymore in 2019. Julio Jones with 41 fantasy points. Couldn't have called this one either. I came out, if you listened on Saturday, I said that Atlanta would not score a point. And I was <laughs> dead wrong. They beat the 49ers. Holy shit. They beat the 49ers. What In the last know?
0: play of the game. This yeah. was a crazy ending. Um, if you watch this game, you saw quite possibly what, it, what would have been the catch of the year by Austin Hooper. Um, he chased, I don't know if you saw it, but you need to go rewatch it if you haven't. Basically, he got thrown to him. He had possession of it. And I think it was a catch. He, he lost it going to the ground, but he – it was touching the ground, but he never lost control. It went between his legs, and then he, he – he, I, I can't really explain it without watching it, but basically, Austin Hooper caught the ball. They didn't call a touchdown. Very next play, Julio Jones catches the ball and breaks the plane, but they called it down at the inch yard line, and ultimately – Reviewed it and gave them the touchdown. As it was literally a buzzer beater in football. So yeah, wild I'm game. Have
1: to go check it out. The one, the one highlight of this game was George Kittle blocking and then laughing maniacally. It was. Uh, it, I don't know if you got to catch that clip or not, but like literally laughing like, uh, like the Joker, like Jack Nicholson style, like all the way down to the ground, just like, just like taking this dude's soul, just like, ah, like dude, that dude. If I saw George Kittle like in a dark alley, like with his haircut the way it is, like wearing like leather and like laughing like that, I'd be I'd be afraid.
0: Yeah, he's a rare breed. I feel like he's a he's crazy
1: on the football field. He is literally a WWE superstar playing in the NFL. He's got a little, He's trying to take that Gronk curl Yeah, he he's definitely got that wild boy to him. But he's like a he's more of like a darker wild boy. He's got the dark dark wild boy. He's got a dark side to him. He's definitely more villain like, I feel like, than Gronk. And I dig that shit. Because he looks like that gritty dude from the trailer park that would like fuck you up and steal your role at lunchtime. <laughs> but then like also he's just like a bad man jamma on a on a football field. So yeah,
0: yeah, you can't force yourself into being Gronk. He's being his own self.
1: Yeah, he's he is literally his own man. So I would definitely own a Kittle jersey. Love what Kittle does. But uh hate to see him lose, but they still got that uh that playoff spot. They still clinched. So, uh, 49ers are still rocking and rolling into the playoffs. So, we, we knew Things that. Things got interesting.
0: The, the Seahawks now have a little bit of an edge there. and The Saints, Seahawks, 49ers, Packers are all right there. It's going to be a really really interesting last few weeks to determine. Tight to race. It yeah, is. It's going to be awesome, man. I'm excited. And you, you definitely need to prioritize going and um, checking out the end of that game, the last few plays.
1: Most definitely, dude. Yeah, I, d- I definitely got to do that. I didn't get to, to check out the ending of the game. I was in the car. So yeah, but um yeah, just didn't see it coming, but it happened. So what one of the uh the few things that that I said on Saturday's show that uh I got completely wrong and there are definitely more to come. Third big woe guy that's up here in the points, 38 fantasy points. Uh Miles Sanders had his day. 5900 yeah. on DraftKings. He did the damn thing. And dude aside from that, Dwayne Haskins showed out a little bit today as well. We
0: had some weird fantasy production or some unknown fantasy production here. Haskins, as you see Greg Ward's day, uh, Boston Scott had a decent game, just a lot of unknowns. But some we knew people had to step up with all the injuries, just a weird day overall. But Haskins finally looked more, I think he looked more settled in today than, than usual.
1: Do you think it was because Urban Meyer was there?
0: I didn't even know he was there so you're ahead of, you're ahead of me. Whoa. I can't give you that answer. Okay,
1: so here's the big whoa. Yeah, I mean it was on Twitter some like I mean a lot of people may not have seen like if you weren't on Twitter all day like like I was like early like you probably didn't see it but yeah, Urban Meyer was at the game today and people he, were speculating. Oh, big right? time, dude. He's there. I mean, dude, Terry McLaren's there. Hell of a day for him, 27 fantasy points. We kind of – you know, we knew that that was your one guy you had to look at for fantasy. I didn't think Dwayne was going to be able to get over the 20, the 20 hump, but he did. And I really think that we might see this uh, aligning of the stars and the, uh, the Washington Buckeyes. They're finally going to change the name from the Redskins to the, to the Washington Buckeyes. It's coming.
0: And hire Urban Meyer. Hire Meyer. I don't think it's going to happen for the record. I think they're going to, I don't think he's going to go to the Redskins, but
1: I'll put all my money on black.
0: So you're in, you're in, is it, is it just Mm -hmm. the appearance or is it, what, what other factors do you have at play? You just think it's,
1: it's corny ass Dan Snyder. Of course he would hire urban Meyer. Think about it. I mean, I
0: think urban Meyer would go there. That's my thing. I think they would would would. take him for sure. They would for sure hire that guy. Oh,
1: facts dude. but uh, you got to think about it. Like, when you got two guys that you coached in McLaren and Haskins, that was probably one of Urban Meyer's favorite quarterbacks that he coached. It's almost like storybook, you know what I mean? And, like, Dan Snyder is a sucker for just, like, corny shit. So we already know that he's not going to sell the team anytime soon. Urban Meyer will be the coach of the Washington Redskins. Get ready for it. It's coming next year. Okay,
0: so we need, to, we need to remember this one because I think it's most definitely not going down.
1: Well, well, whoever decides that wants to keep up with all of our takes for $100, they will definitely keep note and take okay. note of this. That's still going on, by the way, Garage Fam. You want to make a hundo? Go back and listen to every take that we've given this season and clip them and compile them all for us and write them down so that way we can know exactly where we stand because we, we were talk boys and we, I want to know how many, how many uh, quotes of like boys we are too. Like what kind of boys have we been this whole season? It's been a lot of boys. Talk boys, crash boys, tire boys, just boys. Rocket boys. You know, eyes. Rocket boys. Um, Danny boys. Yep. Like, just boys. just it's we, endless. We, we them boys, but not them cowboys. But how about them fucking cowboys?
0: About time they put a game together.
1: Good God, and Cowboys, man. Well, and how
0: bad did the Rams look? The Rams and the Cowboys this year have looked so bad and so good at times that it's just – it's very fitting for those two teams to, to be that way, especially the Cowboys.
1: Zeke Elliott with 34 fantasy points today, and that pretty much was all you needed to know that your wide receivers weren't going to be doing much of anything. <laughs> with this Dallas team, whenever you see Zeke eat like that, it's just kind of like fuck. You know what I mean? I had Amari Cooper, and you know him scoring as low as he did. It was yeah. just frustrating, dude.
0: They like, did what, you see two, Pollard too? Points. Like they were resting Zeke; if they didn't have to. Yeah,
1: him. Tony Pollard had twenty-five fantasy points, bro.
0: It's crazy. Think about if this, if the Rams would have put not even a, not even a a bunch of scoring, but if they would have had maybe another touchdown and a field goal. We would have seen Zeke continue to play in that game, which would have been ridiculous.
1: Yeah, and it would have—he would have easily probably got close to 50 fantasy points. The one play that I did get right, and that I did love for the Rams, and it just seems like—it it seems like the Rams have finally like learned how to use the tight end position. Tyler Higby, 26 fantasy points. He had another great game. Uh, and as long as Gerald Everett's going to be out, dude, Higby's that that dude.
0: For sure. And he was pretty chalky in DFS, but we did list him and Ian Thomas as the two main plays on tight end. So hopefully some people listened there and, you know, Ian Thomas kind of busted. So maybe if you had Higby, you're happy. Uh,
1: But yeah, just Cowboys killed the game. Incredible score. Um, The garbage time to Cooper cup was like the last hope for those of you cup boy. He basically retired until uh halftime. He had zero points coming up into halftime, but to Cowboys is nuts. And uh, that's the Cowboys team that America wants to see. And when I say America, I mean Dallas America because I don't think anybody really cares other than Dallas. Another fun game, though, today. uh, This was the game that is predictable now. We all know that Jameis Winston is going to throw crazy interceptions and then he's going to just find a way to be a bad mofo. 36 fantasy points for Jameis Winston. 37 fantasy points for Bashad Perryman. Um, and unfortunately, this game had tragedy too. Uh, we lost Chris Godwin today. So
0: Very sad. I'm a very sad – I'm a yeah. sad boy. Sad for this boy. Reason. Sad I had boys. Godwin in two leagues. So, he was on his way to a fantastic fantasy day. He didn't kill you. He still had 20 points, I believe. So
1: Yeah, 17-20
0: just going to release. it just really sucks how this year we're seeing all these injuries
1: occur right in the midst, right before playoffs. It's been pretty rough this year. Um, as far as the stars go, like your, your big fantasy studs, like, you know, of course, Dalvin cook, you know, he didn't get to do much of anything today for the, for the Vikings. Um, he had a, I think a like seven fantasy points and then he went down, you know, he's another guy that went down today and, Having Mike going back to the Bucks, though, having Mike Evans and Godwin out. I mean, they just Perryman's about to be double covered, so now that opens the door for uh, for these other two guys. One of the guys that I mentioned this past week didn't do worth a damn. I don't think I, don't I tried even, to
0: warn you, you called Perryman old, and I didn't like that too
1: much. Yeah, he's not Scotty Miller with 13 fantasy points. He kind of came out of nowhere. He looks like a uh. He looks like the Dollar General version of Johnny Manziel. And um, <laughs> what else do we have? Who is who's the guy? Justin. Uh, Justin Watson. Justin Watson. Yeah, he didn't do nothing. OJ Howard had eight fantasy points, and he did more than Justin Watson did. Jameis continues the weird the weirdness. Jameis is a he. He's his own. He's setting his own records, dude. He's like built for fantasy sports. He's a, he is he is the fantasy quarterback. So, for all the people that drafted him at the beginning of the year that did hold on to him, like, you got yourself for the fucking – the dude for fantasy. Amendola had a day, though, dude. Like, he had 20 fantasy points. Like, I had him in some DFS. Um, Kenny Galladay was disappointing as ever. And I think that I mentioned that he was probably – I didn't really like Blau, and I didn't really know how it was going to work out. But uh, I didn't like the thought of starting him. And I, I think if I'm not mistaken, you fired him up in a couple of leagues. Um, didn't play out too well for you.
0: It's just one of those guys that I consider pretty much a most a must play. Just with this talent, um, I do like the Amendola play. I put him on the cheat sheet towards the top, and I put him in my core plays. So,
1: lions do lions things. That's right. Christian McCaffrey is the Panthers' 37 fantasy points. Big, big wow, big surprise. Big Nobody fart s- from Ian Thomas. Nobody saw that one coming. DJ Moore, 23 fantasy points, though. So, go DJ. That's our DJ. Uh, so, that's one, one thing we got right for the, for the fam. And, is uh, it bad
0: that I don't remember talking about DJ Moore? Has that ever happened to you? I
1: remember talking about DJ Moore.
0: I felt like I made a real, like an emphasis to make sure I remembered everything, and that just shows you how bad my memory is.
1: I mean, I think we just, we got really wrapped up talking about Chris Carson is what happened <laughs> in this game. Because that's, that. I mean, that was the beauty. of That was the chalkiest play of the day. Chris Carson, sure. 29 fantasy points, 7,500 on DraftKings. It just when I was watching the games when they first started, like, I just was watching him, like, just explode through that fucking defensive line. And I was just like, chalkiest play of the day, it's, I was sold immediately. I was like it's done. But yeah, 29 fantasy points. Tyler, the rocket locket. 29 fantasy points. Got to love that shit. Um I, I recommended him to a lot of people and I there's nothing that I love more than recommending a player and delivering big when it matters most. So that made me feel really good even though I lost uh in one of my semifinals just knowing that I helped some some of the garage fam win their their leagues and go to the championship. That made my heart full. And that cause that's what matters at the end of the day. It's helping you guys. So love the shit out of that. And I had Lockett for myself in some leagues. So of course, you know, I fired him up too. But uh other than that, like, you know, Russell was right right there at or under 20. Uh, so it wasn't, you know, anything stupid spectacular. Let's move to this uh Giants Dolphins game quickly. Fitz magic was magical. Devontae Parker was listed as healthy, and he was a healthy fantasy scorer with 23 fantasy points.
0: Salt in the wound after going all in on him last week.
1: Yeah, not, not too good for you there, pal. But if, as long as you played him today, you were fine. Um, Saquon Barkley, we knew it was coming. Had the day for him, 33 fantasy points. Eli Manning was looking boo-boo. Sterling Shepard with 23 fantasy points. I mean, he was getting the ball out there, but uh, I think Eli, he he was kind of a turd burger today. It's time
0: for Eli to move on to uh, drinking beer with his brother.
1: I agree 100% are riding around in uh, Buicks. Aren't they Buick boys?
0: Buick boys, go run your uh, Manning camps and do all that fun stuff and make all your money for being a Manning. There's there's a lot to do on the other side of playing, so he should be excited. you know. And there's no shame in stepping away.
1: We'll see it man Manning. I'll never forgive
0: him. I'll never forgive him for the two two defeats of the Patriots in the Super Bowl, but I weirdly respect him.
1: Yeah, you got to have that respect when you do shit like that. Sure. <laughs> um, Anthony Miller, uh, Chicago Green Bay game. Uh, was. Uh, this was the, the officially the end of Chase's correct one or the other streak. Um, I picked Jamal Williams over Aaron Jones, and I was wrong. Couldn't be happier, though, because I had one of my leagues I had to start him in. I had no choice.
0: And, um, oh, you started him after that big – all that you said on the podcast, you started yeah, him, again?
1: I Yeah, I sat there and debated and debated and debated. It was either I started Aaron Jones or I started uh, Bo Scarborough, and couldn't really do that, so –
0: that just ruins all the satisfaction I had from saying Aaron Jones was still the play. The fact yeah. that you played him too, just means that
1: you well, bought in when it comes down to you, either starting a person that is listed as out. You could have like, picked somebody up. Yeah, I could have, but like, I don't know. He was there. And then I was just like, you were like, I don't want to pick anybody up. I'm just going to play Aaron Jones. Yeah. I didn't want to. I was like, you know what? Like I literally thought he was going to probably get like five. You d-
0: you Biden did the correct thing, by the way.
1: I know I did, and it paid off. It worked, yeah. and and I got there. So like, it's just one of those moments where I was just like, I was wrong, but I get to be right at the same time.
0: That's the beauty of it. I just yeah. couldn't believe how firm you were against Aaron Jones. It made me a little worried myself. So I was,
1: I was little... dude. I really was. I legitimately believed Jamal Williams would have done better, but it just the Bears just like gave the fuck up, dude. They the Bears. just like. <laughs> They stopped playing, like, literally. Like, it's like they literally just stopped playing. Like, they were they were looking really good early on. I was loving everything I was seeing. Like, they they were keeping Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and, and, you know, keeping him down. I thought that they were going to bear down. I thought they were going to win this game and dominate. Bear
0: down. I like that.
1: Yeah. I thought that they were going to just fucking dominate, dude. And then they just gave the fuck up. And then Green Bay won. And Aaron Jones was like – what is this defensive line? He was looking like fucking Chris Carson on some of those runs, dude. You would think that they were playing Carolina. It was fucking weird. Devontae Adams had himself a day too, right? Yeah, he did, baby. Devontae Adams, 26 fantasy points, 103 receiving yards for a touchdown. Can't complain. Ain't No complaints, racks in the bank. Um, so, yeah, that was, uh, that was the big boys. And then uh, I don't think anybody really ever expected anything else. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers did not have that great of a day. My favorite uh, help of the day had to do with Aaron Rodgers. Our boy Larry hit us up on Twitter, and he's in a 2QB league, and he was having issues. He was originally going to start Aaron Rodgers and Ryan Tannehill, and he was going to bench Winston because of the thumb problem. And I said, no, Larry, I said, you got to play Winston and Tannehill. Those are your two guys. you got to roll with them. So he changed his lineup. He had faith and trust in the garage fam. Um, and, and the man's headed to this championship. Couldn't be happier for our boy Larry.
0: I'm pumped for Larry. I saw that interaction go down. Got a little silent fist pump in, just knowing that he uh, – I think he won his league or, he, or his he's moving to the finals. He's going to the
1: championship. Yeah, there he's go. going to the championship game. So we're rooting for you, Larry. We love you, Larry. And uh, glad that we were able to help you – get to the ship that's what we love to do with our peeps but yeah anthony miller dude 29 fantasy points on the other side of it with trubisky even though um you know they had a kind of a rough day still seeing him and then a rob with his 22 so like it's just you're it's kind of been like a thing of consistency that we've been seeing you know the offense it's like when the defense is going to poop the offense kind of like finds a way to shift but uh, not David Montgomery because he doesn't belong to that offense, I don't think, anymore. He's just kind of a guy that runs sometimes.
0: Um, I don't know how we're at a point, and you might have to fact check me on this, I don't know how we're at a point where Trubisky's stowing over 50 times in a game.
1: It's, it's nuts, dude. 21 fantasy points for Trubisky, too, so not a bad play if you threw him in there. Um, but, yeah, just uh, that was a game put it that way and i was finally wrong glad i didn't pick Thielen. going back to the talking about the vikings for a minute and we'll go ahead and, and just just chat about it real fast with that vikings game Thielen, i think had like three catches dude yeah <laughs> utter
0: was- domination by the uh the vikings i think this was your um would you call this a shootout this was your shootout game of the week
1: yeah i thought it was going to be a shootout and it was not like i said i was wrong about a lot of stuff this week like the chargers tell- let you down they yeah, Philip Rivers had sex, bro. <laughs> you were right. You were right. Absolutely, I was wrong, and you were right. I thought he was going to refrain. That dude, he could not stay out of that wet, warm hole. He had to get in it. Just and, give uh, credit.
0: Just give credit to the to the wife's pillow talk.
1: Yeah, I give I give credit to you for for knowing that Philip Rivers is a weak man when it comes to the, the JJ. I mean, a lot of men are. There's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, when you know you got to hold on to all the tea you got. You got to be stronger than that, man. You got you to gotta go win a football game.
0: Yeah, he didn't time his testosterone shots adequately. This, he should have waited. He took one Saturday night, and Sunday he was ready to roll.
1: I'll uh, tell you what happened. He took N-O Explode, and he about exploded in his pants. He got like the 2009 N-O-X formula.
0: N-O-X yeah, N-O-X he had the
1: 09-X formula, man. Was it's a just, dangerous formula. Yeah, it is. He probably ported some in a Four loco.
0: Your picture today of like the face that Philip Rivers makes every game, that was a pretty funny tweet. Is that so not the
1: truest shit, though?
0: Yeah, sending Philip River memes of like, that is one of my favorite things to do. For, I, I use Philip River memes for a lot of stuff.
1: Dude, he is, uh, he is a meme god. He is a, he is a content. That, dude, that man was born for content.
0: And that most makes me mad that somebody hasn't done better at marketing that guy. Like, if we were in charge of marketing Philip Rivers, that dude would be one of the most controversial people but yeah he would be way more popular
1: <laughs> maybe we should maybe we should maybe we should reach out to his people we'll have his people get with our people and then our people will get with his people and then we'll we'll get with his people again and then- I'm not
0: ready for him to retire I'm just not ready to, I'm not prepared I need some more phillip rivers I need some more um, confusion around like okay are the chargers good and then you realize that they always screw up in the end of fourth quarters and get penalties. obviously
1: not too good 27 fantasy points <laughs> Vikings defense they <laughs> yeah. were the uh they were the hot boy the hot boy play um of the well, game just
0: last year do you remember people that like hyping Philip Rivers up saying how good like the old quarterbacks were doing you remember that whole storyline of oh yeah of that old was the,
1: QBs? Of the playoffs dude
0: and now here we are and all the young QBs are balling out this year
1: and that's how it goes, man. Keenan Allen had 18 fantasy points. I think he was the best play. I mean, I, we we both said it was going to be the usual suspects for this game even though we thought it was going to be a shootout. Um but yeah, after the uh after the injury to uh to Dalvin Cook, RIP to Dalvin Cook owners. Um we knew it was going to happen. It's like, this is the reason I never drafted Dalvin cook and it only took till week 15 until it happened. <laughs> so Mike Boone is the guy you got to look for. So if you're a Dalvin cook owner and you're going to the championship, you better go get your Mike Boone. I'm sure there's some other options out there, like Boston Scott um, and a couple other people that you can be looking at out there that, that should be there. If they're not already there, Mike Boone is your guy go grab him 17 fantasy points for him. Um, and yeah, I mean, other than that, dude, it was uh like just. just What's I don't the know. deal with
0: Madison? Is he out for extended time too?
1: I believe so. Um, they, you know, it's bad when you got both of these guys injured, but.
0: Boone's technically a fullback but he's probably their best bet because they're not going to use Amir Abdullah as every down back they're going to use him as a third down guy
1: no dude Amir Abdullah is just a dude that you just like shake hands with and he'll just hand you a water every now and then I can't stand when they were putting him in over uh, Madison sometimes I was
0: like what are you doing I don't care if he's like more of a I know he brings something different to the table being like a you know quick back but man he, he should not be getting snaps for this team
1: no, I agree 100% with you. Um, but yeah, just it was it, it, it turned out not to be that great of a game at all. Like, you know, um Mike Williams still was, you know, the guy like Mike with 17 fantasy points. Everybody else was just down around the 12s and lower. So, um just kind of a shitty game honestly. Just your normal Chargers game. Um normal uh normal game out there in uh Los Angeles, San Diego. So, boo boo Passing on, moving on. Um, Joe Mixon, 21 <laughs> fantasy points. Wait, I, 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 had, I had the worries. Did you end up playing him in the flex? Or no. did you play Patrick
0: Laird? I played Laird. I played Jarvis Landry. And I played – Boom. Yeah. None of it would have mattered, so it made me feel, feel better. I, I think oh, I was yeah. on a seven or eight-game winning streak in the Pro League. And I ended – my season ended today in the semifinals –
1: well, at least but you were right.
0: Mixon, just randomly went off against the best defense. So
1: it happens. Uh, man. They spied yeah. on him. I'm telling you, Zach <laughs> Taylor spied on him. It was all diversion.
0: That's the real story. Is that Zach, Zach Taylor's got Bill Belichick's number already in the whole in the whole Spygate
1: world. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon. He unleashed him. I, I heard Giovanni Bernard's name mentioned a few times in the beginning of the game and I was like, oof. And then Ouch. Joe Mixon gets the twenty one fantasy points. So I'm like, who okay, who's talking know. up Gio Bernard? No one was talking him up. He was running. Uh, he was in the game.
0: Oh, okay. I was about to say that's getting real desperate if you're talking I guess you were I guess if you're thinking Gio Bernard, you're just go ahead and say that Joe Mixon gets injured.
1: That's right? what I was about to say. Yeah, dude. Um But, yeah, other than that, that was just kind of like your whatever game. Like, the Patriots just – I don't know. They got the win, the 20 fantasy points from the defense. That was the best player of of the Patriots, honestly. Everything else was just kind of mediocre. You didn't really see anything spectacular. I think that your your best play from that game from a player standpoint was James White. So, if you had him, you know, you did a little bit of something-something.
0: That's a little bit better for the Patriots. It wasn't still like we're not happy yet with what we're seeing. But Michelle had a decent game, and White Michelle. I'm just glad that Sanu was on the field a lot, so maybe that's a sign that he's getting healthy.
1: I don't know. I think it's just a sign that they need someone to throw the ball to. I'll take (laughs) it. Okay, yeah,
0: I'll I'll take it because they haven't been doing it. They've been putting him on the on the the sideline.
1: You got to take it if we want to see that Brady, uh, that Brady Breeze Super Bowl. We got to do what we got to do, right? Please. We
0: just want to see it one time before they retire.
1: I can't wait because I know that the Saints will win. Stop Um, it. (laughs) Let's be honest. Stop it. Okay, best game of the day, hands down. Tennessee-Houston. Let's talk about it. A lot to talk about here. Uh, For one. San Francisco-Atlanta game, too. Just saying. Well, obviously, I didn't get to watch most most of that one. But for what I did get to watch, Tennessee-Houston.
0: I just had to – I couldn't let you get away with it quite yet. It was such
1: a nitty-gritty game. Of course, like, just Tannehill just, like, continuing to just dominate 25 fantasy points. A.J. Brown continuing to dominate 28 fantasy points. Uh, Love every minute of that. Like, he's kind of like the Fitz Magic of the beginning of the year in a weird way. Tannehill? Tannehill 2.0 is here. I think he's here to stay for the rest of this year at least. I don't know what an offseason is going to do to him.
0: He's definitely going to get that extension with how he's played um, for sure. But, man, one thing I wanted to talk to you about is we – so we played the over – the Patreon subscribers played the over in this game. I don't know if you caught this, but they still ended up scoring about 45 points, which was – we lost the bet. But did you notice how many turnovers occurred, like, in the end zone? We got super unlucky. In the first half, Tannehill had a chance to throw a couple touchdowns and ended up just really unfortunate this this game could have been the shootout of like 60 points if it wouldn't have first half a bunch of weird things happened I don't know if you saw that
1: yeah it was uh it was a really slow starting game I don't think they had a lot of points there was the one interception from uh from from Deshaun Watson and then you had one from Tannehill he had another one Deshaun I think threw two interceptions in the end zone um blacked out again
0: i'm wondering if that's going to get your audio
1: what's the last thing i said
0: um i heard like the one word of your response to me when i said did you catch that or did you see that i was talking about the there was like a Tannehill interception in the end zone and there was i think watson had a i didn't say anything about watson but he also had one but i said something to you about responding and then it went dark and it made some noise. It first made some screeching noise and then it went dark.
1: Okay. Yeah, I remember you were saying uh, start off kind of weird. All right, I know where to start off. Yeah, the game started off weird like it was like really slow starting and then like I know Deshaun Watson had like two interceptions he threw in the end zone. Tannehill like threw one um, but it ended up, like, just – I hate the way it ended. I'll tell you that much because I think that Tannehill should have got that one second because, like, I, I really feel like he could have got that ball down the field and they probably could have had a runoff touchdown. Like, I just – that's Wait, just the – energy are talking
0: about 90 yards? You're saying dude, that you think that they should have – that they were going to get that done?
1: Dude, like, literally, like, that's just the energy that Tannehill has had portrayed. You've lost like, your mind. if that he would have had that one second – and they no. dropped back like A.J. Brown would have just like put on some Heelys and just skated down the field like and just like hit the heel on them and then like just like rolled right into the end zone. Or like John U Smith when he did like a 60-yard rush. Like how amazing was that?
0: You're officially a wild boy. I can't get over this. You're thinking that they were going to score there.
1: Bro, I mean, obviously not. But just think about it. Like I literally said the man had Heelys on like, come on, dude! Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but I am saying this, like, dude, Jonu's sixty-yard rush was impressive.
0: Yeah, he, uh, he. Did you tweet something about him being like the best? I did. Tight end I was like, like, he's, the, he's
1: the best tight end of our generation. Oh boy! Like, did Travis, you, get any, did Travis, you get any comments? Yeah, Larry, Larry hit me up about it. Larry, Larry had Larry had to poke at me a little bit. I said, Travis Kelsey, better watch out. Oh God! Like, yep, Jonu's coming for him. Jonu's yeah. on the way.
0: He's that a was a huge game though, for this division. And they play, again, they, play, they play again in Houston in week 17.
1: To me, that was like the best game. Like I said, obviously, I got to go watch the 49ers and the Falcons a little more. But, dude, Texans Titans was the best game that I watched today.
0: The early morning games definitely had a better vibe to them to me than the afternoon.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed the twelve o'clock games a lot today. But um Deshaun, you know, he, he got things done. D Hop was like the best scorer. He had the twenty right at twenty points um on the day. But yeah, man, I think the interceptions just kind of held Deshaun up a little bit. So Agreed. Little disappointed. Um, especially him being um a top tier guy with uh with our rankings because i mean i think anybody with a with a mind would have been like oh yeah this is a big day to start to shine so
0: definitely i was pretty much all in at qb on this game i was playing Tannehill and watson those are my main two guys i had Mm -hmm. some shares of uh pat mahomes even in the snow that turned out pretty well but you know i don't know why if you watch that game you realize that watson could have easily had a huge fantasy day if it wasn't for those weird red zone turnovers
1: made, yeah made made the mistakes dude that that would have been two touchdowns he would have had added I mean he would have been up there close to 30 fantasy points easy for sure so uh dude and Carlos Hyde dude with 19 fantasy points was wild I was not expecting that and that's where the uh the the roughness comes in so I mean if we're going to chat a little bit about that uh you you brought up the the, the Chiefs and the Broncos, uh, my Royce Freeman call, completely mm. tanked.
0: It wasn't your best week from the call standpoint. It was a not. Like,
1: I don't know where I was getting this energy, where, where this energy was coming from. Like I said, I think it was just being a day away from the crash boys. I crashed a little too hard. And when I rebooted, my system went kind of haywire. You know what I mean? So it's like I had to reset. So it was a reset week. Unfortunately, it came in the semifinals, but I redeemed myself in, in on Twitter this morning by helping our garage fam, so at least I'm happy there. But started Royce Freeman over Carlos Hyde, and hmm. I could kick myself in the dick for it.
0: In your defense, I don't really feel comfortable starting either one. It's not like those were – you weren't in a great spot there, but I would have went with Carlos Hyde.
1: Yeah, but, like, yeah, like, normally, like – I don't really tinker. I haven't really tinkered in that league, and for this week, some reason, I was like, "Oh, I need to move him. I need to move him." Like, I you had to do it once your call, though. You know, you had to make yourself right. Yeah, I had to. Like, if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna make this call on the show, then I've got to back my shit up. You know what I mean? Right. And I've got to do it. Like, if if it wouldn't have been for the whole like Bo Scarborough thing with Aaron Jones, I probably would have moved Aaron Jones out but I just didn't feel like going and trying to find it not really think that I was going to find a better option, and I'm just like, whatever. So I had to do that. But, yeah, like I had to back my shit up. I said, you know, if I've got a hunch and I feel it, then I need to do it. I played him in some DFS too. It didn't work out that well. But uh, you know who did work out? Um, going into uh, kind of getting away from the Titans-Texans uh, game. Well, before I get away from it, Kenny Stills. Took Will Fuller's production. Pissed me off.
0: Very annoying. I agree.
1: Pissed me off. But anyway, nothing of that. Tyreek Hill, 23 fantasy points. Love those touchdowns. Two touchdowns, thank for Tyreek Hill. Um, Tyreek Hill's at,
0: still fast in the snow.
1: He is. He's a fast guy. He's Breaking a cheetah. News. Cheetahs can run the snow. Congratulations. We know he's a snow leopard now. Um, so, yeah. And Denver officially – I made up my mind today. I figured this out. Oh, shout to Patrick Mahomes, twenty-six fantasy points. That's nothing we didn't already know. Travis Kelsey, twenty-eight fantasy points. Gotta love it. Um, Denver officially has the ugliest jerseys in the NFL.
0: Just blame uh, our boy Elway. Blame him for everything.
1: Yeah, it's all Elway's fault. Dude, they, they're, they're they're ugly. I realized that today. I'm like, I was just watching them play. I'm like, these are ugly. Like, we need to do something with the with these jerseys. Is the Chiefs, Chiefs defense good? Tyron Matthew is good. Matthew.
0: You think the Chiefs can take the Ravens? And if they're playing in the playoffs right now, Chiefs or Ravens, are you going to ride Lamar Jackson? Or are you going to take the Chiefs to the playoffs? It's
1: just like Mark Ingram says, bro. Big trust. So you're Big taking trust. the Ravens. Facts. Okay. Taking them Ravens. Got to support my boy Mark Ingram. Um, all right. I think we got like one more game to chat about. Save the best for last. Uh, love of my life. My heart, my soul, my live, laugh, love—if you will—Gardner Minshew <laughs> um, started this game off rough. Followed Very through, rough. yeah. I, followed I saw
0: people through. calling for uh, a <laughs> calling for a QB change.
1: Yeah, they. What happened was is that Gardner Minshew—he was playing football, and then he had like an acid flashback, like, but not his own because he doesn't do acid like the spirit of a Vietnam War vet took over him. And he had the flashback of a Vietnam War vet. So he was like running through the Amazon jungle in the beginning of this game. He didn't know where he was, who he was, what was happening, until he met like this naked Indian in the woods. And like he started feeding him leaves. And then he saw like panda bears like falling out of the sky. And then the next thing you know, he's in the locker room and Doug Marone shaking him. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, oh, shit, I'm Gardner Minshew. I have a mustache.
0: I am the chosen one.
1: I'm the chosen one. I'm from Brandon, Mississippi. Like, I'm not a Vietnam War vet. I got to go play football. And he fucking did. And they beat the Raiders. And – In their last game. Yeah. And 18 fantasy points, 201 passing yards, two touchdowns, two Chris Conley. In the end, it did matter unlike the lincoln park song um
0: <laughs> did yeah. you watch this go down
1: bits and pieces
0: okay so <laughs> I, I was
1: i was in and out like when i was driving like on red zone and i was catching i caught like the touchdowns um on red zone to conley but i just saw the stat line really and i saw a couple of the really bad plays in the beginning but uh that's why i had to come up with my whole um uh, presentation on the acid flashback of the Vietnam war vet that took over Gardner Minshew's soul in the beginning of this game, by the way, all that was just off the top of my head. I just, that came from just like random bits and places of my subconscious, I guess. I don't even know how to explain it. I was just weirdly flowing all of that out at one time and I'm just okay with letting the garage fam know this right now. (laughs) At least you're coming out. I'm a fucking tired boy right now, guys, but I'll fucking love you guys.
0: (laughs) I can't even get a word in. I was trying – I can't even – you're so all over the place right now. I can't even (gasps) – I can't even get my word in, but – It's electric. What did I ask you last? So I said – Did you even watch this? Okay, and then you went on a two-minute roll there. Okay. Okay, so the Raiders were so pumped and Derek Carr were so pumped about trying to win this last game, and it's the Jags, right? I mean, the Jags have just been atrocious the past few weeks, so you should, you definitely should be able to beat them. Right. It went from, from Gruden and Carr and everyone else on the team being so pumped to just looking devastated in like a five-minute span. I mean, it was – it was almost tough to watch. They were they were so happy like, to send the fans off and all that stuff. And then you like the Jags and Minshew beat you. So I was pretty I was pumped as a Minshew fan. The Chosen One came out.
1: You are fucking right.
0: He didn't even have his main weapon with him. So even more impressive for yeah, Minshew to bounce
1: back. DJ's out. Like Conley stepped up. Another Fortnite guy didn't you,
0: look that good, right? You know, I mean,
1: so, but Conley was the guy you mentioned. Conley was that guy that we brought up and thought of. So, I mean, like, you had some good hunches on Saturday's episode, man, like rolling into this one. So, I don't know. The damn thing went down, though. We, I think that we know every week that Gardner Minshew is going to do Chosen One shit one way or another. And he did it. But that's the beauty of it. I think that what happened was is that Derek Carr asked John Gruden if they could just go have some wings after the game. And then John Gruden just got stupid fucking mad. And then like the energy just fucking exploded off into the wrong places. And then Gardner Minshew woke up from his fucking acid trip in the jungle. And, uh, and yeah, that's going to be a forever that, I think that was maybe one of my favorite, like blackout tired rants about what a player does. That has nothing to do with football in my entire time doing this podcast.
0: There's definitely been a few. I would be interested to get a clip of that. Get, get like my favorite Chase rationale and Chase um, reasons for saying things. If I could get inside the brain, that would be one. of That definitely makes the list, I would say.
1: I'm staring at a wooden wall right now, and shit's moving. That'll happen after a Sunday full of football, followed by staying up late for the podcast. To uh To get our takes. And also clip out some of the wildest shit that you can find me saying in these podcasts. Remember that.
0: What if I they think, just do the takes, the, the least, others just to add advantage, right?
1: Yeah. If you, if you can find wild shit or you want to find wild shit, I'll give you an extra 25, one twenty five, one twenty five to the garage fam, uh, listener out there that I've had to, two people
0: reach out with interest. So we have some, somebody who's going to be the first to, to get it done.
1: All right, so we've got a line. People are lining up. Um, I'm doing one last quick quick looky looky. Yep, we hit every game. That's been the Week 15 Sunday Slate Recap. It's time for you to dominate your day. Drews, if it's been real, I'm going to be at the Saints-Colts game. Follow me on social media, at GarageGuyChase. Keep up with what I'm doing. Uh, Monday, if you're listening to this Monday morning, keep up with what I'm going to be doing. Uh, at this game we'll be back on uh on Friday. No no Thursday night football either. So, keep that in That's mind. That's so
0: weird. It's it's the end of the season. My mind's still kind of wrapping around This is around the end
1: that. of the road. It's the end of the road.
0: Say playoff time soon. That's it. Not Saturday Fantasy playoffs, games. real playoffs.
1: Saturday games are coming. They are coming. Get ready. Get ready. It's going to be fun. Anyway, Love you garage fam. Go tweet at pig6pod and call them obscenities and other shit. And uh, we love you guys. Big energy. Sports party. Repeat.